This, 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 we are gathered here today for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk. Welcome to Fight Disciples here on Radio City Talk, the greatest city in the world. Liverpool, we are here now. We're back. Fight Town, another big fight coming up this weekend. Well, a couple coming up this weekend, actually. We've got big David Price back in action and also Mike Stafford. Southport's own in a surprise. Conwell title fight. We'll also talk about that a bit later in the show. I also want to look back on Super Sam Maxwell's incredible performance out in Germany this past weekend. And if we've got a chance, we'll also have a little chat about, of course, Stephen Smith. And a big story this week, Bellew, Tyson Fury. Will it happen? Won't it happen? Is Hay going to get frozen out? I've got a special guest with me tonight to discuss all these things and much more. The one and only Mr. Derry Matthews. You're looking well, sir. You came into the studio with the bacon butty. How times have changed, my friend. Oh, usually cutting weight. Usually <laughs> when I'm in here, I'm cutting weight, but I'm going to decide to the ropes now, so... I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving, <laughs> I'm loving life at the moment. Listen, we were chatting then just off air before we come live about, obviously, Big Pricey being back this weekend. And you know what? I was going to save it for part two. Let's get into it now. Come on. The city want to know, how's the big fella feeling? How's he doing? He's good. Um, he's most probably in the... In the best position, well, physical position I've seen him for a, for a long time. And obviously, David come to us as a as a fighter, come on the back of a loss. Yeah. Um, but since he's been in the gym, he's knuckled down. Um, he's he's worked hard. Everything. What myself, Georgie Vaughan, and Joe McNally have asked of him, he's done. Um, and he's also got the lads at the university looking after his conditioning, his food intake, and and his track work. So we're happy. Um, and. Did you set all that up, Daddy? Has yeah, he always well, worked at the university? Is it is, no, is everything about his team changed? It, it, it's a, it's a it's a mad one. It's like you know, they, I've always been close to David as a, as a friend, away from boxing as well. And I know, and the people the people know how good he is. The people in the boxing world. I've seen Tyson Fury's interview this morning. He, he knows how good David David Price is. And then he come in. He was just messing about on the bags. Get, I think he was just taking over, just having a look at different. He's going to have a look at a few different gyms and. You come in and I just said, you know what? I go back to when you were, when you were stopping everyone, British champion, Commonwealth champion. And he was in the university in John Moore's with, with James Morton and the other lads in there, and they were they were doing his conditioning work. And let's be honest, he was unstoppable. He was yeah. the most talked about heavyweight in British boxing before Joshua and them even yeah. come on the scene. So I said, why wouldn't you would you go back there and and and, and go from there? And then obviously I, I spoke to James Morton. David spoke to James Morton, and then. It's already all, all gone from there, really. But I'm not the one who want, who deserves the credit. I think David himself, he's the one who's done it. Yeah, he's the one who's, you know, dived in and, and and worked hard. He's the one who's got himself in the in the best condition he could possibly get himself in. And you now I'm I'm looking forward to Saturday. Looking forward to you know being a part of the team and being part of the journey, the next chapter for him. Yeah, if it does, and it does actually feel like the next chapter as well. It feels like. Biggin's gone now. The Grizzler's gone now. All these names that he's gone by in the past. It sounds like he needs he needs a new nickname. Yeah. It was like when you reinvented yourself as Dirty Derry yeah. after I, being the Golden Boy for so long. You know, I'd, I'd just stick with David Price and then let, let the media, you know, call him what they want. Sound. Just, I'm gonna have a good think about yeah, that. I'm gonna come I, up with something for I'm, in time for next that's week. That's how I got my name, Dirty. The, the the press were saying I was one of the dirtiest fighters they've seen, and I think it was Mickey Van said he's refereed me, Mike Tyson, and Tyson Fury, the three worst. People to referee. So to be on to be honest with them, I'm happy with that. Yeah, but back, that back to David. You know, everything he's everything he's done. 
in training. It's had great sparring. Track work's been brilliant. The yeah. times on it, um, his conditioning, his, his work in the gym. And you know, I'm looking forward to it. You know, when he first came, it, it was a, it could have been a bit of a shock to his body. And um, yeah. the tempo work in the gym, we 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 work on a tempo. You know, for, for three weeks, you graft. We don't care how hard, how um, how good you are, how, how much of a what weight you are. You've just got to get on that bag and you're grafting. And someone standing over you, screaming at you, work, work, work. And and now I think he's seen now. Once camp's done, he knows it's in the tank. He knows yeah. if it gets tough out there, he can go for three minute rounds. Non-stop punching and for the heavyweight, his, his punch variety and his punch work is, is phenomenal. I think what a lot of fans and even you know even the the most staunch David Price fans and I include myself in that list, even from this city, we were all so deflated with his performance last time out. Obviously for Christian Hammer for the WBO European that was back in February. Um, I think most people remember that performance because Pricey basically ran out of gas inside about two rounds. He looked like he only had two rounds in him. And even Pricey said in the aftermath, you know, he got things drastically wrong. And to come back on that, obviously, obviously it's, it's one thing to hold a, a stopwatch with someone. It's one thing to get someone in shape. But psychologically, has there been a big rebuilding job behind the scenes? No, no what? Me and Joe Mack were speaking about this the other day. He's probably one of the mentally toughest fighters I, I know. He's just... It's mad. It's like he got beat because he never put the work in, in the gym on the track. His conditioning. He was driving to Sheffield. You know, for a big fella to sit in a car three times a week driving, mm-hmm. it must take it out of And you know, well, well, you need rest. And George Yvonne always said it to me growing up you can't catch up on rest. You can't catch up on sleep. You need rest. Rest is most important. So you train, you sleep, you train, you sleep. That's it. You just sacrifice yourself for six to eight weeks. Yeah. And he was driving up and down the country. And so. I think that played a massive part in it. And, you know, imagine training in the morning, driving home at night, then you know you've got to run. Yeah. You might be stuck in Suffolk for three hours from Sheffield because it's, it's a bad motorway. Yeah, yeah. So you get home, you think, no, oh, I'm not going to run here, I can't be bothered. I'll save it for tomorrow. Then you're catching up on it. So that that's a massive part. But mental, mental strength, I, I think he's, he's most one of the strongest out there. He's yeah. just, he knows how good he is. David knows how good he is. And... You know, the people who've worked with him in the past know how good he is. Well, that's it. He's never had a corner team. never had a coach in the past that hasn't gone. He could be a world champion. Everyone says it. If, if you, you speak to the people who've been around him. Franny Schmidt, Adam Bude, Caldwell. They Even all know. Lennox Lewis. Lennox Lewis. Yeah. They all know that he can be a world champion. There's just something inside him what needs to get brought out. And fingers crossed, myself, George and, and Joe can do that. Yeah. Um, but... Now it's down to it's down to himself. He knows how good he is. Yeah, I know how good he is, and let the journey begin. Well, he's thirty four now, which you know for for a, fled, a featherweight might be concerning, but for heavyweight it means nothing. You know, he's still got a good six eight years in the tank if he likes in this heavyweight division. He's fresh. It's not like he's been in all kinds of wars. It, for me, it's just about getting him switched on, and you know, let's let's be honest here. There's boxing and there's heavyweight boxing, isn't yeah. there? Yeah. The two different sports. Pricey finds himself in a position, I feel, it's kind of like when we were kids growing up and you'd be in the playground and you'd go, hey, would you do that for a million quid? Would you do this for a million quid? And you'd all kind of bet each other and have a bit of a laugh. With Pricey, if he can switch on for 18 months, if he can get three or four wins in the locker, spectacular wins, which he's more than capable of, he, he, he can get a million quid. He can get the big fights. The Anthony Joshua fights there. The Tyson Fury fights there. The narrative's already there. The rematches with the people that he's, he's had fights with in the past. Yeah. Opportunities are out there, Derry. Yeah, I, I think... He's, he's a clean heavyweight yeah. and there's not many yeah. of them on the planet. No, and I think I'd want to, I want to have this fight Saturday 
I'd like him to box again in February, um, and then, and then you know, gradually step it up. Let's yeah. see who else out there. I mean, you know, I don't want him to just go right. Let's go and fight one of the main top heavyweights. Why? There's no rush. You're 34. Mm-hmm. In, in heavyweight boxing, you're a baby still. Yeah. Um. So, you know, it's about rebuilding. It. I said to him um, on Saturday, you box Saturday on the Wednesday. We get the win. Everything goes injury free. Touch wood. Everything's perfect. On the Wednesday, you're back in the gym. And let's just rebuild because we've never worked with heavyweight. I've never trained with heavyweight. So, you know, that's why I need to speak to the lads in the university. It's about building the engine. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't. I'll use Anthony Joshua for instance. He boxes, he has a week off, and he's back in the gym, yeah. building his engine, building his engine. And okay, you're not doing the work what you sh- what you would do in camp, but you're still in the gym, still round. Billy Joe Saunders is a prime example. He boxed, bent the gym on a Wednesday. He's in the best shape of his life now. Yeah, I've seen him, and that's what I want David to do. I want him back in the gym Wednesday. Okay, it's only shadow boxing, skipping, being around the lads in the gym, being around the environment, and 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 staying in the gym and staying in in tackle it. Yeah, is that something you always did throughout your career? No, <laughs> no. I well, I did and I didn't. I had I always had like about a box, and I'd always get injured, so I'd always went on Aldi and I'd have had a, had a two or three week blow. Yeah, um, all around I went everywhere on Aldi. So, but I wish I would stay in the gym more. If I'm honest, because um, it would have made it easier when you did yeah, get back. But then into at camp. the same time, I have fifty odd fights over. I might have burnt myself out. Yeah, yeah. If I ever look at it that way, but but now I think. Different things have changed in, in boxing, you know. Yeah. So realistically, with Pricey, then what 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 have you and George and Joe, Joe Max sat down and discussed in terms of, you know, have we planned the next six months? Have we planned the next two years? Have we planned the next five years? We, we just work well. That's down to his management team, you know. He's with MTK, and I believe they're the, they're the strongest boxing management team Certainly out there. The biggest, yeah. the biggest, the, the massive. Yeah. Yeah, Tyson Fury, Billy Joe Saunders, Beefy, for instance, yeah. all being world champions, and so. We just do our job. We're just the trainers. Um, Dave is the fighter. No, so we just listen listen to what they they put in place. And at the moment, we're just concentrating on Saturday, and then we can we can go from there. Hopefully, he gets out the the ring Saturday. By the Monday, he'll know when he's next boxing. That yeah. that'll be the that'll be the plan for us. That and then we can start on a Wednesday. Let's see what's happening. Yeah, he's fighting obviously Camille. Sokolowski on Saturday night, a uh, bit of a Polish journeyman, probably the perfect kind of opponent to come back against. Let, you know, let's not pull the wool over anyone's eyes here. We know what this guy's all about. Yeah. He's going to come and try, and try and push David over rounds, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. No, if he gets six rounds if out it, there, listen, I'm happy if he does the six rounds. Um, I think David did as well. He was saying yesterday in the gym, he wouldn't mind going to six rounds. We you know it's hard to get rounds in the bank for an heavyweight, even in a sparring, you'd have to hold him back. Yeah, um, he's had great sparring as well, and it's. You know, if he goes out there Saturday, blows this fella out in one round, everyone's going to be saying, oh, price is back, price is back. But as a coach, I wouldn't mind him doing the rounds. Yeah, there's plenty more to come, obviously. In terms of in terms of next year, then you say another fight maybe in February and then have a look in the summer. You don't necessarily want him to be starting to get linked with you know the, the, the premier heavyweights out there at the moment. So what are we talking? Are we talking British title level again? Commonwealth title or...? Listen, if David, no disrespect to the British champion, but I think David's a bit him. Every day of the week, of course. Um, and if, if that opportunity come up, I'm sure that he'd take that in February, yeah, in um, March. And um, well, you know, we'll leave that to his management team. He's in good hands. But yeah, I'd say British title, Commonwealth title, European title, and then we can build. Yeah. You know, this is a, this is not just jump in, 
and, and oh, he wants the money. Just, just take your time, step it up. It's time go go up the ladder. It's a new career. See, I'd go from now. You're starting from scratch. You're, yeah. you're pro now. Let's go up the ladder. Boom, 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 and then we'll get one of the big guys. But at the same time, if a big fight did come up with the likes of Tyson Fury and David's going to earn himself millions of pounds, you've got to take it. Of course, it's, it's your kids. At the end of the day, you want to you want to feed the family and feed your kids. So, but I, I'll leave that down to you know. David and his, and his management team. Yeah. What's uh, what's George been like since he's worked with Placey? Is this George's first proper heavyweight? Yeah, well, to be honest, when, when we first come, George, sort of like, it was like more sort of me and me and Joe, more or less. George is all busy with JJ and Salmon. But it's it's weird. It's, you'd have to be in the gym every day. It's like, it's mad. It's like, we're just a click. And George, listen, I always say, I work for Georgie Vaughan. Georgie Vaughan always, always will be the number one for me. Um, I stick to the same training routine, routine, um, everything we do. So I always say I work for Georgie Vaughan. Um, it's, it's mad. Everyone goes, oh, you got, you got a good stable there, blah blah. It's not my stable. It's Georgie's, that, and that's <laughs> what, that's what I'll always, I'll always, you know, I'll always say, and that's what Joe will always say. Georgie's the number one, and me and me and Joe are, are joint number two. So we'll listen to George, but Georgie's happy with with David. And on is Saturday, this his first heavyweight? Is this the first heavyweight George has worked with? Yeah, proper heavyweight. Yeah. First heavyweight, um, so you know it's it, it's interesting times. And on on Saturday, he's he's said me or Joe be be on top, be the be the number one, and George will be look, looking after the cuts and the, the hands and, and stuff like that. And, offering know, offering pearls. Yeah, that, that's what doubt. George is doing. He's he's, he's he's like breaking us into the pro scene. And you yeah. know, I see he does that with Danny, doesn't he? he works as like a number two for Danny yeah. now. Yeah, well. It's, it's just having his presence in the changing rooms, having him round the gym. I mean, I've just been to Germany with Sam Maxwell all the weekend and being round him, it's just, you know, you can, can sit here all day and tell the stories about him. It's just, it's, it's phenomenal to be round him. Yeah. Inspirational, of course, for Pricey as well, I'm sure, to know that obviously he's got yourself and Joe Mack, who have obviously been there yourselves, got all that kind of uh, hands-on experience and know what's happening right here, right now. But to have the knowledge there with George, you're kind of in the background, um, that he can pick on. You know, how long has George been involved in this game now? Fifty odd years. You no, know, it's just I mean, insane. It's, it's mad, and you look you look at the champions he's had, um, and at the same time, in that corner, there's three different characters. Me and Joe aren't the same, mm-hmm. and George isn't the same. So you take a bit from each, and like, it, 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 I'm, I'm just looking forward to the journey. It's exciting times, um, and. Long may continue. This is the start of something. This is the start of what I say is the new David Price. Yeah. So you go down. What day are you going down to Brentwood this week? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go. David's gonna go. I'm gonna go down to Saturday. Um, I've got some kids fighting in my amateur club. So you know, so I'll go from fight, having kids fighting on Friday night, the, the age that? of ten and eleven, yeah, <laughs> to, to heavyweight boxing. It's, it's crazy, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Price will go down a couple of days early. Yeah, we'll go a couple of days down. A couple of days later. Um, early, sorry, I'll follow down then. No, this boxing coaching like took over my life. <laughs> so, you know what I put in the effort I put into the um, the, the professionals. I put into the amateurs as well. So I couldn't yeah. let them down. In terms of you know you look back on your own career and you had so many highs and stuff, but you know I, I, listen, JJ's got a British title fight coming up next. Hopefully, Super Sam we will come and talk about in part two. Of the show looked spectacular again in Germany at the weekend. But you know from your perspective, you know your relative novice coach. Let's be honest. You've got a potential heavyweight world title contender. There, that's for me. It's got a smile on his face, Daddy. Something I haven't seen on his face for a long time. Yeah, yeah listen, a happy fighter's a good fighter, um, but at the same time, at 
I'd treat David and and the same way as I'd treat an amateur. If, if you know what I mean, like yeah, David win the heavyweight world title, and a, one of my kids win the schoolboy title. I'll be a very happy man. That yeah. that that's like it's the same. It's it's mad. People go, you know, you, uh, well, the same time I've had these kids for years. Yeah, yeah. One of them can win a schoolboy title. Even one of them, when one of them win a fight, I'm like, that'll do me. I'm happy. As a coach, you know what? And I've learned it from George. You win a fight, you move on. Yeah. You no. Know, doesn't matter how big the no. fight is. And I, I think I'm gonna have to start learning some more off George because he doesn't do interviews so I might, I might have to stop all this <laughs> so this could be the last one <laughs> this could be the last one so you heard it there so here's listening to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk with the final ever interview with the one and only Derry Matthews I feel kind of uh, honoured by that now I'm not going to let him go yet coming up in part two obviously I want to talk to him about Super Sam Maxwell and his outstanding performance in Germany the past weekend and we'll also get a quick catch up on JJ Metcalf and when that British title fight is going to happen then we're going to finish the show of course, by talking about Tony Bellew and Tyson Fury. Stay with us. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Welcome back to Fight Disciples here on Radio City Talk. The city looks amazing tonight, Liverpool. Nice, calm River Mersey out there. It's the calm before the storm, though, before the big man comes back. If you've just tuned in, you've just heard us talking about me and me and my special guest tonight, Derry Matthews, just heard us talking about big David Price and has come back this weekend, which we are super excited about. Listen, I, for one, have been one of those people that from day one have been a David Price fan. I've been bought in from day one. And he's took his licks, he's took his criticism. And I've had people come up to me and say, you haven't got a clue, Nick. You don't know what you're talking about. Price, he's got no chin, he's got no heart. I truly believe this. And, and, you know, let's be honest, it feels like the third chapter in his career. This is the one. Hopefully the corner team's right, everything's right. Look for a spectacular win the weekend, and then we move towards 2018. Two wins away from a world title fight, David Price. I am telling you now, you hear that here first. But anyway, I've got Derry in the studio with me, and I want to talk about Germany last weekend, my mate. There was a, a bit of a farce of a world title fight on top of this card, this Manuel Char WBA nonsense. Let's, let's not even get involved in that. Let's talk about what you really went out to Germany for, and that was Super Sam Maxwell in his fifth pro fight i seen the highlights the kid was on the floor what four or five times was he some big shots from super sam and again super sam has been someone in the past that people have said good kid loads of ability can't really punch i tell you what he's putting people away that's what judge yvonne does to you um it's mad as an amateur didn't he been a puncher he comes to george and i took him i remember taking um sam on the pads now i didn't know whether it was just me but i went wow this kid can punch and then we got Joe Mack involved with us. Joe Mack, is a, everyone knows, great, great amateur, top pro. Yeah. Good coach with Rotunda. We got him on board, me, George and Joe, and I were working as a team. And, and Joe took him on and went, wow. That kid, I went, exactly. It's just finding the time and finding the range. And everyone seems to it. And I'm not one for talking about sparring or what happened in sparring. But he put sparring partners fast asleep. He has done. And I've, and I've witnessed it myself. And... It, it's scary. Mm. I mean, and again, a 10 stone, I might be myself, you're saying it's because he's one of your own fighters, but he's frightening. I mean, he could be one of the best in the division. I, I, lost, I rate Josh Taylor mm-hmm. up there with, with as the main one now. Of course. Um, well, he's proved himself to yeah, be a he's little the, level he's the above the one the moment, now for yeah. me. He's elite level. Um, and then, you know, I'd say Sam's not far behind. You know, you only have to look at who Sam's been in the ring with, shared the ring with Lamachenko twice. Yeah. He stopped the only fella who's ever beat Lamachenko. That's right. I mean, it was on a cup, but he still, he still, still he was winning the fight. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter how you win, as long as you win. So, you know, you got to take that, take that with him. He's, he's very, very, very good. Very yeah. good. 
What do you think? Where do you think this power seems to have suddenly come from? Then do you think the amateur style, the, the bouncing round on his toes, maybe didn't suit him in terms of being able to yeah. plant his feet? Or yeah, I think George. I think yeah, and George has got him sitting down, whacking, and believing himself, and believing that he is is a big hitter. But four on, stoppage wins on a bounce yeah, now. But on Saturday, I went. George weren't too happy. Um, when I say weren't too happy, the way he just sort of like went out looking for the kill and he was celebrating before he won the fight. You see right. him looking in the camera and all that, and George said, but then on the telly, me and George spoke, it looks a lot better than what it looked. It looked amazing. Looked. On well, telly, I only seen the clips, you see. I didn't see the fight live and then I seen the highlights of all the knockdowns and I thought, wow, he looks spectacular. But at the same time, you won't get a praise off George. Yeah. If you do, you, you, you've done very well. If you get a pat on the back, you've done very well. <laughs> um, but again, Sam, you know, he, he's, he's frightening. And he's one of them fighters where he fights at 10 stone. If he goes over 10 stone 4, 10 stone 5, he's, he's not happy with himself. He, and he's one of the first fighters I know who's in the five pounds heavier, walks around at five pounds heavier than his weight. People come in the gym and go, oh, wait, Sam, I was about 10 4, 10 3 now. They go, no way. Get him on the scales. He's, he's scared the size of him. Yeah. He's chiselled. He's cut a bit. He's, you know, he's, he's an athlete. That's what I like to call him. He's a, he's, a, he's a top athlete. He's got. He's working with a good strength and conditioning coach. There's a few. Well, he's at John Moore's as well, isn't he? He's, he was in a few weeks ago yeah. saying he was at John Moore's. Yeah, and as well. he's, in, um, he's got being going to the, a, a CrossFit gym, but he's not That's doing right. CrossFit. Um, yeah, yeah. We asked him not to do CrossFit because a lot of CrossFitters are getting injured. Yeah, yeah. So he's more like resistant stuff. Yeah. Um, but he's, I think George said he's ready to let, let off the leash now. Um, he's not getting any younger. He's twenty nine. Yeah. So, you know, let him off the leash and let him, you know, let him beat all these all these ten stone fighters. He does. And, it does seem like a lad who's, you know, absolutely switched on. As I say, I had him in the studio with me a couple of weeks ago, and you know, he he, he was telling me about obviously the span on holiday story and daft stuff like that. But also, he's just like. He seems like he's a hundred percent committed. Everything he puts in his body, he knows what he's putting in his body. He takes his track work serious, takes his gym work, t- takes his boxing work very serious. He can tell you how many calories he's had all week. That's he's, it's mad. What you have yesterday, Bob? I just had this and this. He knows everything, everything. He can tell you the time from yesterday. He's just, but that's what you want in a fighter. You want yeah. to know, you know, what he's doing, and he'll know when he's peaking and when he's not peaking. And every fighter knows their own body more than others. And in the in this in Liverpool it's alone, there's there's ten stone fighters where yeah. you know, there's about ten of course there's it about is, ten yeah. in this city so big good to with the with other promoters uh, and managers but if they would have been with MTK they could have been you know a good couple of fights in this in this area and then moved on you know to the British title of course so we talk like Tommy Carus Robbie Davis you know Tom Farrell. There's a f- are they all yeah. around? They're all around that weight class, aren't they? Willis is like, they're lightweight, aren't they? They're lightweight, Willis and yeah, Mokai yeah. lightweight. Or yeah. Mokai Tenstone? I think so, yeah. He's, He's the same area yeah. champion. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's, there's good fights out there. And then you've got... There's Brogan. No, Brogan's only a featherweight. He's a bit lighter. A bit yeah, lighter, yeah. 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 In terms of Sam, then, the fact that he walks around at, at 10-4, is he, dropping down an option? No, he can do lightweight. But then it's how do you perform at lightweight. Yeah. That's the only the only issue. Um so we George doesn't want him to. Sam yeah. doesn't want him. So he's gonna he's gonna compete at ten stone. He's doing the business. He, he can't do. Don't get wrong. He can. He said I can make lightweight. But then, but why? Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't spar heavy. You see fighters come in the gym. They spar. They come to spar. Sam. They're eleven odd stone. Yeah, yeah. 
Then when they go to perform at 10 stone, they don't perform. After five rounds, they're done. And, and, and I've, I've seen it happen. I've seen, I've seen people, Sam's going, bro, it's big game, isn't he? I went, yeah, but let's see what he's like. He's when a he stone overweight. Yeah. A prime example, Curtis Woodhouse come to spy me. Uh, I think it was for the get them fight. And batter me. Batter me for eight rounds, for three days. I was like, bloody hell, it's a nightmare, huh? Then he called me out to fight me at lightweight. And I went, yeah, come on. What happened? I flattened him because yeah. he couldn't. I know. Once you make the weight, you, you go, oh, I've got 24 hours. You can't put everything back in in that time. It's not, no. it's not, the wind is not big enough. You can't go on any IV drips. You can't do nothing like the UFC lads do. Yeah. So, you know, once you get to the weight, it's okay. You know, then time balloon up overnight and, you, and you're sluggish and you're killing yourself to make the weight. When you're, when you're in the gym and you're training to make weight, you can't concentrate on what you're meant to do in, in, in your preparation for the fight yeah. your tactics and all that because all you're doing you're training with your sweat gear on and, and if you go in our gym Sam's got a vest on shorts every day it's the way it's the way he is and it's going to pay off for them yeah big time The um, in terms of 2018 then he's 5-0 now as a pro you know um, I'll be looking to get another 4-5 or five fights in next year and then look towards maybe a, a central area or even an English title towards the end of the year yeah well he's in good hands another one who's with MTK Um Sounds like I'm just talking about them all the time, but they're doing a, a great job. Of course. Well, and they're in partnership with your gym, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. MTK Liverpool. MTK Liverpool, yeah. And hopefully, you know, I'll be putting some shows on myself. Not about well, I've seen MTK doing a show a week now. Yeah, well. Show it. every week. My plan is to have seven this year, Liverpool. MTK in 2018? Yeah, MTK Liverpool shows. Um, that, that, that's Please something. tell me we're going back to Everton Park. At the same time. There's loads of capacity, Nick. Oh, right, okay. So you can't um, get there's no numbers, alcohol. There? There's no alcohol on right. the premises. But there never used to be alcohol, though. When no, you but I want to go back to Everton. My way, we'll be, we'll be in Everton Park. Yeah. I've held a couple of meetings with them. We'll be in Everton Park. It'd be amazing to go back there. Obviously, brilliant. the Olympia is an obvious choice because, you know, there's you can get alcohol yeah, and everything else But it's closed. There, the Olympia's shut for boxing. Oh, right, okay. It's shut for boxing. So have you spoke to, what about the conf- the conference centre? Didn't yeah. Steve Wood do a, a I, show I've been down there. I've had a meeting with them as well. And then um, Green Bank, I suppose. Green Bank's good. But also, where Sam, Sam's from Prescott, so in Knighton. I've also got a meeting with them. There's a new sports centre round oh, the right. corner from Sam. And Sam sells two to three hundred tickets himself yeah. on any show. Even if he's fighting in Manchester, he sold 150 for Leeds. So I'm thinking if MTK, you know, they might want to put Sam on. Yeah, yeah. Up in up in Liverpool and Of course, yeah. Up in sorry, up in Prescott tonight. It's local for the lads. Wow, that'd be incredible in 2000. So th- that's something you're really pursuing uh, now, yeah, half yeah, a dozen yeah. shows next year? That's what I'd like, yeah. I'm just in the middle of a spot. I had a meeting, we well, spoke to the boss at MTK, and you know, fingers crossed, you know, we get I get to go ahead to, to promote some shows. That'd be absolutely brilliant. We've talked about that before. Yeah. That's something you've been interested in and yeah. for a long time. So and t- let's go on to JJ then. What What's the latest with JJ? Obviously, one is... Uh, you know, is is eliminator for was it a final eliminator or first eliminator? No, that, for that was title? eliminator. Now he's got a final eliminator. I think Pierce bids go out up until the thirteenth of December, um, and then he's ready to ready to rock and roll. Yeah. Um, he's in the, I'd say the best position he could possibly be in. It's going to Pierce bids. Yeah, Eddie N v Frank Warren in Pierce bids. You'd, Perfect. It could go hundred grand. It could go twenty. You don't. Well, we you, you, JJ. JJ and Ted Cheeseman deserve a lot of money for the fight. Yeah. Um, for me, it should be the British title fight because Liam Williams has lost tw- twice now yeah. to Beefy and still British champion. Yeah, I know we lost in world title eliminators, but I, I can't see Liam Williams coming back to defend that Lonsdale belt necessarily. Though I, I think he's 
he's proved himself to be, you know, at least European level. So I, I'm surprised. That, you know, maybe if in, in boxing, Nick, he might get step aside money. Yeah. Or it might go to whoever wins the. They might go. I'm just thinking if the, who's who wins the purse bit. Yeah, Williams has weighed Warren. So so Vendier wins the purse bit. Yeah. yeah. Liam Williams to keep the belt. Yeah, but if Frank wins it, then Frank can say to Williams, "Listen, son, give yeah. it up. Let's yeah. make this you a fight the British title fight. You fight the winner, or I'll go and get you a European title yeah, fight. You know so what I mean? That that's I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, fingers crossed. But JJ, you know, he's. He's special. He looked tremendous. He looked amazing against Damon Jones last last time out. And I think what <clears throat> what makes him so attractive, kind of similar to his dad, actually, Shay, is the fact that when you watch him fight, there's that vul- vulnerability in terms of him plowing forward, landing big shots. And you think, well, he could get caught here. And he does get caught yeah, occasionally. He's got to get on a chin. It's but weird. it doesn't matter. It, it kind of spares him on and makes and, him punch and, and Damon, fight harder. Damon Jones is a big puncher. Yeah. And... And a tough, tough fella, ABA champion. Yeah. At the weight above JJ, um, a, in lot the taller, a, a lot taller, a lot longer. Southpaw, yeah. awkward. Um, was that always the game plan to just put your head on his chest yeah, and plow and, away? But at the same, yeah, it was. It, well, and certain stuff because JJ can box. Well, ABA tightly can box. Of course. Um, I think that's what a lot of people didn't see in that no, fight. And but I don't think Damon Jones. I think JJ took his best shot and walked right through. Yeah, and um, it took Damon Jones' yeah. heart a little but, bit. But. JJ, George, myself, Joe, we learned a few things in that camp where, well, he might have peaked a bit too early, because in sparring he was outstanding, he was out unbelievable, he had some brilliant sparring for it, so you know, little things, Yeah. but Joe, we spoke about it and George will come up with a plan for the next one, for the next camp. Yeah, what's, what's Cheeseman's strengths then? You watch much of him, yeah? No, I just... Similar to Damon Jones? He's never he been much? it. Yeah, that's true, yeah. He's never been it. Um, and I don't think he's ever been in with someone with the determination what JJ's got. You beat JJ on a run attack, and he must beat you. You, really? beat, you do ten press ups, JJ's at twelve. That's and I think that's one of them. He's got to he's got to be faced through the door. That's just that's it's that genes in it. You can't you can't buy what he has determination and heart. You can't buy it. You can teach boxing, yeah, but you can't buy having a heart and having to want want to do it, want to do it, yeah. Do first think- in the gym, last out the gym. Always on time, never misses anything, does everything right. Stre- he reminds me, right, of another David Burke. At the end of every session, you sit there, stretch for half an hour, get in early, do your hands properly, does everything, everything you could ask. And do you think an element of that's rubbed off on Pricey a little bit as well? Because yeah, that's well, obviously something Pricey's been criticised for in the past, not it, taking it seriously enough. No, I wouldn't say he never took it serious, but he went around an environment. He, and this is what I said when he, when he come. At first... He, want, he said, can I turn at these times, blah, blah, blah. And no, you can't. You you, you come in with, with the, the pro lads, team. With yeah. the, you've never been in a gym with fighters. He's always been one-on-one on his own. With Franny, he was locked away. Yeah. Lennox Lewis, he was locked away. Colwell. So I went, oh, must have been good with Colwell, but the lads. He went, no, we got one-on-one. I come out, Bell, you went in. Mm-hmm. McDonald's. Had their own time slots yeah. through the day. And I went, well, that's no good. I want you around the lads. And like we were doing circuits a couple of weeks ago in the gym. He went, Sam, how many did you do there? Sounds like 20, I'll do 25. And that's what, it's yeah. comp- competitive. You've got to have like that buzz, yeah. all skipping together, doing abs together, having banter. But when the serious work starts, it starts. And when they're all on the bags together and the, the atmosphere, if you're on a bag, you're at heavyweight and you can hear a flyweight or a featherweight smashing the bag, boom, 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 boom. you think I'm going to keep up with him. So that's what, that's what I think has got David, you know, fitter now and 
and I think it's up up there more that he, he, he can do it and he knows he can and being around the gym you know me George and, and Joe people are saying oh you've got him in great shape but as I keep going on it's himself and with the thanks thanks to the lads in the gym for pushing him as well you know, yeah. they're, they're the ones with a team and you know we win together and we lose together, but on Saturday I'm looking forward to you know to see him perform. Definitely, yeah. In terms of price as well, a lot of people don't don't realise, and maybe because because <clears throat> he's such a big imposing fella, but Price is a laugh. Like he's hilarious. He's absolutely hilarious, he's hilarious to be around. He's one of he's the hilarious. funniest people to be in his company. He's hilarious, and that's why. I was but that must be good for the gym because you know JJ it. seems quite quiet. Yeah. You know but he's a he's a grafter, yeah, yeah. but and then Sam, you know Sam, Sam, you know what I mean? Sam, he's yeah. just like a super athlete. We've so. got every sort of different. And then you've got George, and George just cracks one-liners, and you just the lads are crying, and we've got every different character, and we've got Craig Glover as well, who barely looks after who's, to me, let me tell you now. Well, you've said this before, the best-kept secret in the Cruiserweight the division, you told me. Se- he's win a Cruiserweight title now. British Commonwealth, European title at Cruiserweight right now. I promise you now, Nick, he's, it's scary. It's scary, scary, scary how good he is. Yeah. David Price coming, well, he's an animal. He's an animal. Let me tell you now. As soon as he's let off, let ready to go, he's he's the best kept secret in cruiserweight division. So you got like four or five, you know. And I've got a new, I've got a new two new kids who are on the verge of just just turning over. Um, you I've must got, be getting inundated. You yeah, must, you must have people banging on the door. Yeah, yeah, we have. Coming, but at the same time, you know, I don't want to. I like to give the lads who have got in the gym the attention they deserve. Yeah, like David, Sam. Craig, Nathan Bennett, uh, who just made his debut as well. Yeah, um, you know they need to JJ. They need to have the the one on one. And but I've had the two kids. Um, big Exciting Sean. times, man! Exciting times for the gym. You're listening to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. I'm here, of course, Nick Pete with Derry, the one and only Derry Matthews. Coming up in part three, we're going to be talking about. The will it won't it fight? It looks like David Hay now is going to get his nose pushed out of place because Tony Bellew versus Tyson Fury. Looks like it could be happening. You're listening to the Fight Disciples podcast. Welcome back to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. I'm joined in the studio by the one and only Derry Matthews. We've been talking about his thriving stable over there at MTK Liverpool. Derry, is it Derry ABC or is it Derry Matthews ABC? Derry ABC. Derry ABC. And before we come on to Tony Bell, you actually, Friday night, before you go down to London to, to corner David Price on Saturday, you've got a few lads out on Friday. Is that a club show? Is it a... Yeah, um... Yeah, we've got some on Thursday. We've got on the Long Lane show. And we're on the Beatles show on the Thursday night. Um, on the Friday. I think we could be out over the water on the, on the Friday. But all over the country. How many carded kids have you got now? We've got, I'm just with one of our amateur coaches in here, Joe. I think we've got 30. I think there's 30 kids. Incredible. If you think when you started that gym, people said it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. Everyone <laughs> everyone said it wouldn't work. and. I wish they start giving us some funds for it. <laughs> but you never know. Listen, you don't know what's going to happen. And I'm just happy that the kids are happy more than anything. Yeah. Have you have you got, you know, are you leaning on Alan Lynch a little bit for advice and whatever else? To be, to be honest, without Alan, I wouldn't have my club. Yeah. I want to be I want to be honest. Without him and put me in the right the right direction, the right path, helping me out. And the other coach in the gym, they'll tell you, without him, I would not have an amateur boxing club. And I think without going to Solly, as I, from the age of eight, I wouldn't be the man I am today. I wouldn't be, you know, wouldn't be here. So, you know, I owe Alan and the lads the Solly um, a lot, and I'll never ever box against the Solly kid ever. 
none of our kids will ever unless really? it's, unless, unless it's the, the championship unless the championships yeah um, so we'll go from there brilliant uh, obviously uh, uh, the Solly was always like the Solly and the Rotunda were like the elite clubs of the city for so long and you found a lot of fighters would get to a certain stage and then they would pass them over to the Rotunda or pass them over to the Solly do you feel like Derry ABC is going to break that with you know what I mean if you've, got a, if you've got a really good kid that's on the verge of an England call-up and Alan Lynch is saying, listen, Derry, come on, this, get him over here. Well, this is our first season. Let me tell you Things now. are going well for season one. For season Unreal. one. We've got a kid who now he's just turned 11. He's had seven skills bouts in the matter of about three months. He's just out every week. It's like a journeyman of amateur <laughs> boxing. Well, listen, I'm just... I'm one of them. If, if they, I've, I've had kids. Nick, I'll be, I'll be honest. I've had kids in the gym. I've had eight. And they all left. They thought the grass is greener. Yeah. They're not boxing no more. They've stopped. Yeah. I think they all had one battle lost. So and then they walked away from the sport where listen, we know what we're doing. Myself, Joe, Rob, Kev, everyone, Mick Geno, everyone, we all have our own job to to play. We know what we're doing. We're getting them from the age of, you know, young, age four upwards. Wow. And um and I've also just had to put medical cards and kids only at half. We've got that many cards and kids. They have to come at half six. No one else can come in the gym. The gym's locked. It's just for k- kids, you know, who are cards. And we're having our first club show on December the 16th. Oh, brilliant. Where's that at? It's at the Broadway Function Rooms. Great. I've done, I think we've done 250 tickets already. Wow. So it's going to be exciting. How many bouts are you looking to put on? You're only allowed 16. Right. But, I've, but you reckon you're going to do full 16? I've matched 22. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Alan. Don't want to tell Alan Lynch. <laughs> if Alan's listening, Uncle Alan will let me off. <laughs> It's your first season, yeah. you know. You, you could have this, problems. This, this is my argument: is how can you tell eight kids can, they can't can fight? You, yeah, you can't. Not tonight. I'm like, come on. No, yeah. I'm, we're, we're starting at two o'clock in the day, so you know there's loads of time. Of course. Um, and then we've got like you know, just break it up into two shows. Just pretend, just have a, a, a break in the middle and go. Okay, we're gonna have a second show now. We've got a few special guests coming as well. Brilliant. Hopefully, you know, giving out some trophies and whatever else. Michael Conlon, Jamie Conlon. Wow. Hopefully Frampton, Paddy Barnes, Bellew, Pricey. Yeah. Most of all for me is, is George and Danny Vaughan as well. We're going to be attending the show and, and giving the trophies out. Amazing. Superb stuff. You mentioned Bellew there, of course, and I can't let you go tonight without asking you about the whole situation. For anyone that doesn't know, where have you been living? You've been living under a rock. Uh, Bellew was on uh, Soccer AM on Saturday morning. And he did something that no one expected him to do. And he reiterated it on Twitter when he said, they, this is Tony Bellew from his own Twitter account. They say I'm scared to face the giants of the division. So you know what I'll do? I'll fight the biggest of them all. Tyson, Stavros, Flatley, Fury, anytime. Get your hearing sorted at Tyson Fury. I'll fold you like a deck chair, son. Bigger they are, harder they fall. Of course, Tyson Fury fires back with, a, with the famous uh, Apollo Creed line, I want you, chump. Um... What do you think? What do you think the chances of this happening are? It's going to happen. I think so as well. It's going to <laughs> yeah. I know what though. Tony Bellew has always chose his next opponent himself. He's always done it. He always wins as well. <laughs> and I and I picked it to be day. Listen, it's it's one of them where look, Tony can come back down to cruiserweight, mm-hmm. beat everyone. Say he gets a million. I don't know how much he gets. Say he gets. A big payday, yeah. But then fight Tyson Fury and get ten times more. Yeah. What are you gonna do? You're gonna want to fight and get ten times more. And as as Tony always states, it's 
It's about his kids' future. Yeah. About, you know, you want to provide for your kids. That's what every, every man does. Every man goes to work to provide for his kids. So I'm made up. Yeah. I'm, I'm made up for him. And I, I hope he does get it. And I've just watched Fury's interview before. And he wants it because he didn't want David Day to have another payday. Well, that's it, exactly. Because so they've perfect. both been burned by David yeah, Day now. Both have, Let's and, not and forget, listen. David Day pulled out twice against Fury. He's just pulled out against Bellew. Well, he pulled out against Klitschko yeah. the first time. It's, as well. He's got a history of pulling out on people. He's horrible. He's, 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 you know, he's like working so, class So because he's come out now, hasn't he, and said, it'll be March or May now. I've, got, I've, had, I've had an operation. Me and Bellew, part two, will be March or May. And that's what's triggered Tony to go, wait a minute. My career doesn't evolve around David A. Eh? Because yeah, exactly. he could wait till March and May. And he, and he might pull out yeah, again. Look, and you know what? How many Liverpool, how many boxing fans, not even scouts, boxing fans across the country, from even all over the world, flights, hotels, yeah. train tickets. Yeah. How many people wor- have booked yeah, for, these, for O2 already? Yeah, for December these, 17th? These are working class fellas yeah. who've all, you know, a week before Christmas, most probably took the Monday off work, yeah. already booked it in, not getting paid. And he's gone and done that. I, even my cousin, he, he, he booked 20-odd tickets and they were using it, he, he's a footballer, and they were using it as their Christmas night out. You know, so they've all made plans to go to London yeah, for the weekend. It's horrible. You know, so, and this is what I don't think he kind of realises. But I, I knew this, I think most of us knew this was going to happen, didn't we? When it got announced, we were on air and we were talking on the fight, and we were saying, this fight's never going to happen. Do you know, hey, do we'll you know, pull out. Do you know what else? Well, no, a week before it, it was announced, David Day started tweeting loads about the fight. Mm-hmm. Sign up now, buy your, buy your pay-per-view and all that. Yeah. But he'd been quiet, so I'm thinking, mm, he's wanted this to get more more, you know, more popular. It's a massive fight, and yeah. he wants to get it more popular. So when he does cancel Sky Go, you've got to do the rematch, Tony, because yeah. yeah. loads of people have bought tickets. Exactly. There's a big exactly. thirst for it. Exactly. Well, okay, I, is, is I Tyson Fury then a bigger fight yeah. for Tony Bell? Yeah. For the for the northwest as well, of course. He's a well a bigger fight. His first fight back, Tyson Fury's. It's a it's a well bigger fight. He beat a. Yeah, yeah. He beat a. Move on. I'd go and fight Fury yeah. if he can fight. If he can get the Fury fight, and I tell you what, I think it generates more money. I think it generates more money as well. You know because the press conferences will be unbelievable. Well, this is what I was saying. You know, we we had our, our boxing show yesterday, which we put out of a podcast. Anyone who hasn't heard it, episode one fifty five, I think it was yesterday. It was our boxing show. It's available at fightdisciples.com uh, or on iTunes. And I was saying yesterday, I was like, they should do a UK tour. They should do a yeah. five city yeah. tour yeah. and do press conferences in London, Birmingham, Manchester, Liverpool, Ireland. Newcastle, Ireland. To get well, Ireland, of course, with Tyson, and really get the incest going, because and, and the press po- conference will be I've hilarious. Had the MEN arena. Yeah, Abelata, obviously the MEN makes sense, but you know, or has he got a cricket ground in Manchester? At Old Trafford, Old Trafford cricket. How many was it old? But old, a fair few, probably about forty, fifty thousand. There you go. The only problem is we're probably talking about what are we talking here: spring, March, yeah. April, May, maybe. Yeah. Tyson, of course, is six stone overweight at the moment. But apparently it's fallen off. But if you're but getting still, millions, you're going to lose the weight. <laughs> well, exactly, yeah. I'm just thinking, there's more chance of this fight being confirmed. I think a lot of people still think, oh, it's just a load of smoke to kind of get, yeah. to get Hay back to the table. I'm like you, I believe this fight makes way more money than Hay. Yeah. And it means so much more for Bellew's legacy. He's beat Hay. Yeah. Why go and beat him a second time? Yeah. When he can beat Tyson Fury. And let's be honest, I see the Fiori. lineal heavyweight champion, Daddy, With, he never lost the belt no. in the ring. And he's still got the ring magazine belt. Exactly. 
he's still ring magazine champion. Go and fight for that. Yeah, and, yeah, and, that, that and, and by line. the way, that's the Rocky belt off the Creed film. Yeah, so, it. so, listen, the stars have aligned. Listen, this is Creed 2. It's actually happening for me. I'm paying for promoting this as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the Rocky belt on that. that you could call it the Rocky belt. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. it, it's, it's brilliant. And, you know, I might make a comeback and get on the undercard. Tice, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, we're, we're both big, massive Tony Bellew fans, but I've got to be honest, I'm a, I'm a Tyson Fury fan. I love fan Tyson as well. Fury. Nick, I love Tyson Fury. I'll be honest, and boxing's missed him. And I, I guarantee you now, Betty Bellew loves Tyson Fury. Everyone in boxing, Dave Pricey, loves Tyson Fury. Yep. Everyone loves him, and he's good for boxing. And I read his interview, oh, sorry, I watched his interview this morning, and everything he said was spot on. That the UK, what's it, UK, is it UK? UK, 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 yeah, UK, UK AD. AD, yeah. That stopped him making a living, feeding yeah. his kids. Neil lost him his marriage. Yeah. He turned to drugs because of it. It's all still going at the moment, yeah, so no, let's, let's let that play out. In terms of the Bellew fight then, one, press conferences will be absolutely majestic. Both these guys know how to get in opponent's head. Bellew got in David's A's head and wrecked him and won that fight before it started, my opinion. Fury got in Klitschko's head with the Batman And antics. he got in A's head. Uh, Umber got in A's head as well. Well, He, 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 pulled out. he capitulated twice, yeah. pulled out of the fight twice. And I think Bellew and Fury would like nothing better than to cut Hay out of this picture. Because where does Hay go then? Dillian White? Could get beat by Dillian White? Call the show, Hay no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who needs Hay? Uh, uh. So, it, it, you know, that's why I think it's going to happen. I think the fact that both of them want it to happen, I think that Bellew, look throughout Bellew's career, he's never called someone out and not got that fight. Yeah. He calls for it, he gets it. And there's not... And let's, let's, go, let's go right back to the NFC shows on Channel 5. Remember, hey, yeah, yeah, give pricey and value loads. Yeah. He absolutely slayed. Oh, Fury, you mean? Fury, Fury yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fury, sorry, on the energy shows, absolutely nailed the two of them. So it goes back to them days, of course. It goes back to them, but at the same time, you could sit them both in a room now, they'd shake hands, and they'd be the best fight for the, for that division at yeah. the moment. I think it's it's brilliant, and it's, it's good for boxing fans, of course. I, I think from a boxing fan perspective, if you sat any boxing fan down and said, right, okay, in that window there, you're going to be able to watch Fury versus Bellew. And through that window there, you're going to watch Anthony Joshua versus Joe Parker. I'm sorry, they're going to look that way. Everyone wants to yeah. see Bellew versus Fury. Even, even like... That's no slight Anthony Joshua. No, even the one who won the heavyweight title the weekend. Yeah, Emmanuel Char. Char. We were there in Germany. Bloody hell. Yeah. That 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 whole WBA setup's a mess. If anyway. that char, about if that that char box shot. Bellew or Fury, it wouldn't sell out. Yeah, I'm telling you now, it wouldn't in, in Britain. It would, I don't think it'd sell out. Of course, but if Fury boxed Bellew, Bellew, it's a stadium. It's a stadium It's a massive, massive fight. Yeah, whatever TV nation. In, in terms of size advantages and everything else, because let's be honest, let, let's talk from where we're from, Merseyside. Let's talk from a Bellew perspective. It's a completely different fight from fighting David A. Though, isn't it? You know, this guy is Fury is a legit heavyweight. Yeah, well, he's massive. His style's then, different. Is then, it more risky in terms of a fight? You think? Yeah, but then at the same time, you put Pricey on Char on the undercard, and there's Bellew sparring partner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you, you can you can work it in that way. Yeah, Bellew's probably the same size as Char. Of course. And and Pricey the same size as Fury, so. From my, as a trainer, from Simple. my, it's perfect. Char goes to Manchester, train, ch- trains with Fury. Bellew yeah. trains with Pricey. Yeah. 
perfect, perfect made for each other yeah. made for each other help each other I mean, there's there's a show that show sold it will sell itself them too anyway course. but there's a boss for pay-per-view and, and there's listen, a boss and in terms of David Price as well you know let's hand on heart it would be the worst thing in the world to see Bellew get beat by Tyson Fury but who's going to face Tyson Fury after Bellew if, if he beats Bellew who's he going to face next yeah. I'm sh- and if he's if he's Price is going to be in a pole position again belt, you know? yeah yeah it's it's, what it's an box, exciting it, time. That's why boxing's brilliant. It's it's brilliant um, at every at every t- at every level at every weight it, it, in Britain now. I'd say we're you know we're in the world we're the capital. Yeah, without oh without a shadow of a doubt. And in, and as you say, we've got the next generation: the Sam Maxwells, the Josh Taylors, the JJ Metcalfs, Ryan Mulcahy, Willis, the, all them kids coming through. Robbie Davis for me is a is a top prospect as well. It feels like the golden age of Merseyside boxing yeah, is just around the corner as well. We've we've had unprecedented success yeah. last few years, but it seems like it could get even better. It could, it could in the next five. Um, it could, and no fingers crossed this year. And we get to see local derbies yeah. at all levels. Yeah. Central, yeah. does not listen Adam gives me stick about this all the time I love nothing better than a central area title fight Cochabart my, my, my aim is my aim is on my on, if I promote another show I want a central area to top the bill that that's I'd love a central area every week imagine that oh, it'd be amazing wouldn't it it'd be <laughs> amazing five ten rounders yeah. bang my town yeah but that, that, that's how you start, though, isn't it? Then you do England, then you do British, then you do Commonwealth, then you there do you European. I, I box for every single title. Commonwealth, European, world. British. English. English. Never box for Central Area. You go to the ballot as well. <laughs> I'm devastated. I'm devastated. I always, me and George Shane were devastated. Yeah, that's the one you want most. That's the one. That's I'd what fight, we want. I, I know what? I don't think you, you can't go back. If you've won a British title, you can't go back for it. No. So... But if you could, you never know. You never know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there you go. This is Derry Matthews' final interview. And also, he's just teased us there with the comeback in 2018. Central area title, Prescott Leisure Centre, or Heighton yeah. Leisure Centre. You heard it here first. Uh, thank you so much for no coming worries. to the studio, my mate. Best of luck for the amateurs Thursday and Friday. And then, of course, the big man on Saturday night. No worries. All good. Listen, you've been listening to Fight Disciples on Radio City Talk. Catch us on social media at Fight Disciples, and I'll speak to you soon. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.